Hey everyone, welcome to the Swifty Club podcast. Um, so in this podcast, well this episode at least, I'm just going to be talking about my journey as a Swifty, the timeline as a Swifty, and yeah, and then I'm also going to be talking about um, just some topics that I'm going to cover in this podcast. So yeah, let's get started. So, my journey to Swifty, I honestly, I don't really know how to start, but all my life, I've, I grew up listening to country music, so I'm talking her debut album, Fearless, Pete Now, all that. So I grew up listening to that because my parents loved country. So I just always listened to that. And it was I liked it honestly. It was a good time. Um so for most of my early days, I guess you'd say, um, I just listened to country music, Taylor Swift Country, I guess. But I and I was definitely a fan of her. I liked her music. Um but I was also quite young. So I didn't really know a lot, um, so yeah, um, in 2012, whenever Red came out, I was unaware, because again, I was quite young, and I just, it didn't really intrigue me, like, for example, 1989 and all of her country albums were very intriguing to my young self because I like the pop and stuff but Red just wasn't it never clicked for me never has really um I mean I like the songs on it it's definitely a good album I love Taylor's version I love all that it's definitely a good album but it just never has clicked I guess I don't really know how to put that into words but like, Red just has never had a place in my heart. I mean, it's definitely a good album, but, you know. Um, I love All Too Well. Ten-minute version, obviously. Um, it's a really good song. Definitely love it. But it just never really clicked for me, I guess. Um, and also, since I grew up listening to country music, I was never really introduced into Red because I was listening to country music, not bread. I that sounded like bread, I'm sorry. Um, but I was just never really, yeah, I guess that's all I have to say. Um, I'm gonna keep talking about the country albums now because I feel like I didn't talk enough about them. So let's start with debut. So debut is probably what I listen to the most, but since it's the oldest album, I probably have the least memories of it. Um, so, probably, I didn't, because as a young child, I didn't listen really to Speak Now as much as I did Fearless and Debut, because I feel like Speak Now just wasn't, at each album, you kind, she kind of grew out of, Taylor kind of grew out of her country era, each album. Like, her debut Taylor Swift album was just, like, totally country, and then, Fearless was kind of, like, it was country, but it was just kind of 
and now I'm back. And then Speak Now, I feel like it was, out of all the country albums, it was the most pop sort of thing. Um, so let's talk about Taylor Swift first. Her debut album, Iconic. I feel like our song is definitely a must-have for anyone. Most people that I know, know know it, I feel like. It's a very popular song, even now it is. Um, so yeah, I love our song. There are some underrated songs on her debut album, like Stay Beautiful. I feel like it's, I feel like it's not only underrated, it's just her debut album, it, it her debut album just isn't listened to as often as all of her other albums. It's probably listened to the least. It probably is the least. Um, but, yeah, it, it just, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Also, here's a little just disclaimer. This intro, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. It's not going to be a long episode. Anyways, so I feel like, yeah. So I like Taylor Swift, her debut album, but, it, and it's a good album. But I feel like it's just under listened to, and and I'm guilty of that definitely. But there's some good songs on there. There's some good. It's really an underrated album, honestly, because there are some good songs on there. Anyways, next we're going to Fearless. Out of every Taylor Swift album ever, I the my least two that I listen to is probably Fearless and Red. Um, like I explained earlier, I. Red just never clicked for me. But for Fearless, I grew up listening to it. And I liked it. But it was just never really... I don't know how to explain this. Because for Red, I just like didn't really like the songs. But for Fearless, I like the songs. But it's just not really... I don't even know how to put it into words. But yeah, I like Fearless though. Um, you Belong With Me, Last Right, are iconic songs. Totally. Um... Hey Steven, White Horse, like they're just some really good iconic songs on Fearless. I love 15, 15 is such a good song. Um, but again, it's just, yeah. Next, Speak Now, one of my favorite albums ever. I have a lot to say about Speak Now. Number one, my first thing I'm gonna say is Speak Now Taylor's version needs to come out soon. Um, I love Speak Now so much. Um, Speak Now is just has a place in my heart because it just has some really good songs and also that year 2010 was a really really amazing year for me and it was just like really special yeah I love one of my favorite songs is Dear John probably but also I just love every song on, like yeah um, on Speak Now Speak Now is just such a good album. I feel like no one cannot like Speak Now. It's just an iconic album. One thing that I do think about is Enchanted is so overrated. I'm sorry. Y'all are going to hate me for this, but Enchanted is too overrated. So overrated. Like, it's not even that good. And, like, don't get me wrong. I love Speak Now. But Enchanted just, it's just not that good. 
Like, you know what I'm saying? It's not that good as people say it is. Um, and during Speak Now, I said I was going to talk. I like told myself that I was going to talk about my journey through it. But it's kind of turning into like my relationship with each other. But I guess it's kind of the same thing. Anyways, so during Speak Now, it was, I love Speak Now. Next, Red. I kind of already talked about this. But again, it just never really clicked for me. But I love all too well. So yeah, I'm, that's what I'm going to say about that. 1989. 1990. Oh, that was a great album. It is one of my favorites, definitely. And honestly, I feel like the deluxe version songs were a lot better than the actual album. And I just feel like that's, it's just the truth. Like Wonderland, New Romantics, Clean is actually, Clean is actually in the original Sweet Now. I mean, what am I saying? Sorry. The original 1989. But... But I feel like I kind of count it as a deluxe version song because it was never really, like, it, I feel like it was more listened to in the deluxe version than it is in the normal version, the, the normal version. So, yeah. Um, so I think definitely the deluxe version is probably the best of the two. Um, now we're going to talk about Shake It Off because that was one of her most hit songs ever and shake it off has a special place in my heart as well as speed knuckles because i remember whenever it came out i would every day when i came home from school i would grab the cd open it up put it in my dvd player and just dance along to night and i loved shake it off so much and it was just like Cause I was pretty, I was like, I don't remember how old I was, but I was pretty young. I was in elementary, definitely. Um, but yeah, so I just, yeah, I love 1989. So it's always gonna have a special place in my heart and I love Shake It Off too. And a lot of people say, this is so mean for this, but a lot of people say that Shake It Off, like, like I had a friend, a Swifty friend once and I was like, and she's like, what's your favorite song? Or like, what's this song that's like really close to you? And I said, shake it off. And she's like, oh, not shake it off. And I was like, and she's like, you're joking, right? I'm like, no. Um, but I feel like people definitely overlook, especially Swifties. Not people in general, but mostly Swifties. Just overlook shake it off. Like, it's just one of those mass hits that like, it's not that good. Which I don't think is true. Because it definitely was a mass hit. But it was a good song, actually. So, yeah, I just want to say that. Now, we're moving on to Reputation. Um, actually, no. We're going to switch gears. Back to In Between Reputation and nine, Because that's whenever she was, like, she hid from the public for, like, a year. It was a really messy time for Taylor. But I remember, because I was, at the time I was in elementary school, like, I wasn't, I was young. So I remember like seeing all these magazines and like being like, why does everyone hate Taylor Swift? Because I love her. And it was honestly like such a wholesome and innocent time. Um, but yeah, because I didn't really understand what was going on. Anyways, um, I now do. But like, yeah. Um, reputation. I love Reputation, y'all. I love Reputation. 
I will sing to rotation any day. It's such a good album. And I feel like, I feel like, honestly, Sophie's, I feel like it's in a good spot, um, considering, like, overrated and underrated and stuff. I feel like it's in a good spot, definitely. Because it's not my favorite album, but it's a, it's a really good album. Um, so I think it's in a decent spot for, yeah. Um, as for the songs, I am just obsessed with it. Like, the girl power, just the... And also, a lot of people think that Reputation was, like, a revenge. But I feel like it was more of a love album. Because if you really listen to the songs, it's just more of a love album. But it was kind of right whenever she was coming out of her, um, you know, hiding. Or just, like, a mess with the press. Oh, that worked. Um, but, yeah. So, I feel like it's a well It was... It's fair that she made Reputation. And, like... Yeah. Anyways, sorry. I don't like. It's hard to word things. It's my first podcast. Um. Anyways. So. What else am I gonna say? So yeah, I love Reputation, and yeah, Lover. Lover. Oh my gosh, y'all. Lover, is so overlooked. People are like, people are like, Lover is the worst album, but that is, Lover is a really really good album. It's not, it's not my favorite. I'm just gonna say that. But it's in my it's in my top like five. Um, it's such a good album, and I don't know why people overlook it. Um, but it because it's such a good album, it has really good lyrics, honestly. And I feel like every song just isn't a skip song, except for me. I love okay. I just want to say about me. So I love me. Don't get me wrong. It actually like. Let me just rephrase that. So, but whenever I say I love me, it's because whenever I was in elementary school and it came out, no, I was in middle school. Yeah, I was end of elementary, early middle school. Whenever it came out, me and my best friends were like, just, we just loved it. And so we just listened to it every day, included with Old Time Road. It was just kind of like, the time, I guess. Um, I, I don't know what I'm saying by that, but and we just listen to it every day, and yeah. And so it has a, speci- a special place in my heart, but it's my least favorite song on the album, definitely. Um, but it has a special place in my heart. Like, do you guys know what I'm saying? Like, it's... I don't like this song, but it has a special place in my heart. Like, if y'all know, understand what I'm saying. Um, but all the other songs I love, no question asked. No questions asked. Next. Folklore and Evermore are kind of hard for me to talk about because a lot of people will get mad at me for this. But whenever Folklore and Evermore first came out, I thought they were like emo albums. Um, and so I didn't listen to them whenever they first came out. Uh, and it's, I'm not proud of it. But I definitely, I'm just going to say right now, I love them now. They're some of my favorite albums. Um, but at the time, I, sh- I was, like, really into pop music. And I was, like, still in my 1989 era, honestly. So my lover, I was still in my reputation era. So I just wasn't ready for, like, alternative, I guess. 
Um, but now I do love it. Love them both. I, yeah. By the time I just, yeah, it just wasn't it for me. Um, but I did end up listening to them a couple months later just because, yeah, because I was, like, curious. And I ended up falling in love with them. Yeah. Um, but some of my favorite songs on the album are Betty. I feel like Betty's really underrated because it's such a good song. Um, and also Cardigan in August, the love triangle. Such a good three trio of songs. Love it. Um, I'm sorry, I'm really tired. Um, but yeah, and also I love, honestly, I love every song on Folklore and Evermore. Especially Folklore. Yeah, I love, honestly, a lot of people say like, Evermore is like the overlooked album, which I agree with. Um, I think that's definitely true. Um, and I like Evermore, but I like Folklore better. I'm just going to say that right now. I'm just going to put it out there. Um, because that's just my opinion. Um, but Evermore does, like, I'm not saying I hate Evermore. Um, because Evermore does have good songs. Um, so, like, like, are you kidding me? No Body, No Crime is such a good song. Like, Major Marjorie, sorry, I always say it wrong. Um, but they're really good songs. So, yeah. Um, yeah, they're really good songs. So, it's a really good, good two pairs of albums. So, I'm just going to say that right now. I just don't have much to say about them. Because I just feel like, yeah, I just don't have much to say about them. Midnight's is definitely getting the recognition. Recon can't speak today. Recognition, recognition, recognition. I'm sorry, y'all. That it deserves. It is just such an amazing album. And it's also so relatable. Whenever I first listened to it, it was just so relatable. Especially Antikir. Um, it's just, it's just such an amazing and relatable album. And I think that Midnight's was just what we needed, you know? It was just such a good album because most of Taylor Swift's songs I can't really relate to. So it was just amazing to, like, be able to relate to, you know, Antihero and just the entire album in general. Um... And it's a really good album. I love the songs on it. I love the melodies. I love the lyrics. But I think if I compare Lover and Midnight's, I think Lover has better lyrics, but Midnight's has better beats, melodies, and just like music, composing of music, if it makes any sense. Um, I don't know why I just said that, but like it was kind of random, but that's just, yeah. That's just my opinion. Um, but yeah, I, now we're going to talk about Taylor's version. So, whenever Taylor's version first came out with, I believe, Fearless, I think. Yeah, Fearless. Um, I didn't really think much of it because, number one, didn't really like Fearless that much. Fearless and Red, just had never, like, so I just, like, never really care like not care i never really just 
felt the urge to want to listen to Taylor's version. I just never really felt the need to because I, those were the two albums that I just didn't relate to the most. I just didn't like them the most. So it was just like not, so I never really like listened to them, but I eventually kind of went into it and started listening to them. But honestly, I would rather, I think, it's just my opinion personally. I think Fearless, the original Fearless is better than, than the Taylor's version. But Red Taylor's version is 100 times better than the normal Red, the original Red. Um, but then again, but yeah, I and I still listen to them. Like, I do still listen to both Fearless Taylor's version and Fearless, sorry, Red Taylor's version. Um, but I don't know. If, if like, there was a... Whenever Speak Now to Those Version comes out, I'm going to listen to it a lot more. Like, but, yeah. So, I think it's just, like, if there was albums that I liked more, there was Taylor's version, then I would 